So let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for this anniversary. I'm not going to cry anymore, Lord, but help me. Eight years, Lord. Eight years of your faithfulness. Eight years of your goodness. Eight years of your love poured out in our lives. Lord, I thank you that you continue to do what only you can do. And we have the honor and privilege to be co-laborers with you, to work together with you. Father, we thank you that this is not just a church. This is family. This is family, Lord God. Thank you for this spiritual family. I may have only one son in the natural, but I have many sons and daughters in the faith here today. And I thank you that my heart is full. And I ask you, Lord, to continue to expand our hearts, the leadership of this church to expand our hearts so we can add more and more to this growing family. Lord, as we believe and as you've led us to, for today, that our theme is revival. We thank you, Lord God, that you would cause revival to happen and that we would, not just be part, we would not just be spectators of this revival, but we will be in the front line participating and, and being in the midst of all that you want to do here in this church. Thank you for your faithfulness, for your goodness and love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give God praise in this place. Again, for those of you who are first-timers or maybe we have every Sunday two services, 11 o'clock and 4 p.m. So if you're looking for a church, a place to call home, we believe that home is here. Amen? So the title for my message today in the theme of revival is called Seeds of Revi Revival. Everybody say Seeds of Revival. And I believe that's what's going to happen today. I believe there's, and this coming Sundays, I believe we have purpose in our heart that our anniversary theme of revival or seeds of revival will not just be on a one Sunday message because I believe you can't, you can't contain what God wants to do in one message. Amen? So for the next three months, for August, September, and October, we will be going on a theme on this revival and touching on the different seeds of revival that we see happening in, in the Bible and that we are going to plant in this church because we know whatever we sow, that's what we will reap. Amen. The Bible is very clear. He says, you know, God, is, don't be fooled, don't be mocked. God cannot be fooled or mocked as well. Whatever we sow we will reap. And if we sow in the spiritual, we will also reap in the spiritual. If we sow carnally or according to the flesh, we will also reap carnally and according to the flesh. Amen? I believe it's a time. Jesus talked about a harvest. I believe the harvest is ready. And I believe we need to begin to sow seeds of revival. So when the harvest comes in, we are ready to bring them in into this, not just this house, but to the houses all over this nation and the world. Amen? So ano po yung revival? Ano po yung revival? What are we talking about when we talk about revival? You know, we in the church setting, we want to talk about a spiritual revival. So revival in Christianity is basically defined as this. It is first a supernatural move of God's Spirit. 
on the earth. Amen? So when we talk about revival, hi, when we talk about revival, it is a supernatural, hindi siya natural. It is a supernatural move of God's Spirit here on earth. So how many of you are believing to see God move in a way that maybe we've never seen or experienced before? Can I see your hands? Konti lang. Well, I hope at the end of this, this time, you would, your faith will arise that you will begin to see this move. See, when God's Spirit moves, eventually this will lead to a spiritual reawakening among the people. So, the spiritual awakening to the unbelievers and a spiritual reawakening to believers. So, let's sum it up in one sentence. Spiritual revival or revival in the church is defined as a supernatural move of God's Spirit here on earth that leads to a spiritual awakening among unbelievers and a spiritual reawakening among believers. How many of you know it's time that we wake up? Amen? That we don't play church. Our church is not some Sunday event. But we believe that it, the church is a supernatural move of God. And the way that God's going to move and do His revival will always be done through local churches all over the world. See, God's not going to move just out in the streets. No. He needs an atmosphere. Everybody say atmosphere. You know, there's a story in, 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 in history about a move or a revival that happened in Azusa Street in, in, in the west coast of America. And what happened there is that the, this group of believers came together in a local church and they were going to believe God for something that they've never experienced before. And when God, and how many of you know God is faithful? Come on, how many of you know God is faithful? As they believed God, God moved in a way. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to see from that gathering together a move of God like never before. And they, they saw it in their lifetime. They'd never seen it in their lifetime. People getting healed. People being filled with the Spirit. You know, miracles that they've never seen or never thought that they would see in their lifetime. Healings after healings. Answered prayer after answered prayer. But how many of you know that's not the first time that happened? Actually, the first time that has ever happened is found in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2. When Jesus poured out, Jesus told his disciples that he was going to pour out his Holy Spirit. And Joel prophesied about that day that it said in the last days that God will pour out his Spirit upon all flesh. Any flesh here today? Amen? Some of us have more flesh than others. Amen? But we're in the process of getting less. Amen? Amen. Praise be to God. More spirit, less flesh. Amen. More word, less taba. Anyway, go back. What's I talking about? No. He's going to pour out His Spirit. Bible says in the book of Joel that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He says your your young men will see visions, that's me. And your I don't like to say old but more mature men and women will dream dreams. Ako din yan. Amen. Come on. I'm not in denial. I'm just 
I'm just okay. By faith. He says, and upon your maid servants and upon your male servants, I will pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. And the word prophesy means to edify, to encourage. One thing the world needs today more than anything is encouragement. And encouragement should be based on the Word of God, not just because you feel like saying good things. The best encouragement is encouragement based on the Word of God. Amen? But going back to my story, the first revival that we see happened in the book of Acts. And that's where I want to talk about today regarding the seeds of revival. Amen? Seeds of revival. So let's just, let's talk a little bit about seeds. Is that okay? Why do we have to talk about seed? See, Jesus, in John chapter 12, verse 24, Jesus says this to his disciples, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone, but if it dies, it produces much grain. So what is Jesus talking about? Tinatapon mo lang yung binhe sa sahig? No. What Jesus is talking about, he said, in a seed, because he was speaking to farmers, there were farmers in the time that he was speaking, not just fishermen. There were farmers as well. He said, in the seed, if the seed is just left in your hand, and if the seed is not placed in the right place, in the right place, it's useless. But for a seed to produce much fruit, it needs to be buried in the ground. What happens to the seed when it's buried in the right ground? It dies from its original state. And whatever was inside of it begins to come out. Ulitin ko po, ah. When a seed is placed in the right ground, put in the right ground, its original state dies. The shell breaks open. But how many of you know in the seed is everything that, that is needed for that tree to come forth and for that wheat to bring fruit? Everything is already inside the seed. You may not see it yet, but it's already there. Amen? And that's why when we talk about seeds of revival, it's something that we're doing that maybe we don't see the fullness yet, but everything is already inside there. There's just something that has to die first. Amen? John said it, John the Baptist, not this John, but John the Baptist said it, I must decrease so that he would increase. Jesus was actually speaking to his disciples about himself. He said, I am going to die. Why? So that what's in me can come forth. What was in Jesus? The Holy Spirit. And now, that same Spirit, as Jesus died and eventually rose again, that's, and it's not the same, it was when Jesus rose again, he was a glorified Jesus, a brand new Jesus. Everything that he was in heaven began to come forth in his natural self. But not only did that, did Jesus change, but every seed that the Holy Spirit touched, every person that the Holy Spirit touched began to change as well. See, that is revival when Christ begins to come forth in our life. Amen? So what happens to us when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, His seed is placed in our heart. But we do not remain seeds. We come, it comes forth and we end up becoming, like the Bible says, trees of righteousness. So what happens when trees come out? Let's look a little bit here. Psalm 92. 
verse 12 to 15. It says, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Any righteous person here today? Anybody? I am righteous because of what Jesus did, not because of my works. Amen? The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Those who are where? So remember what we said, the seeds need to be planted in the right ground. Amen? So what is God saying? You need to be planted where? In the house of the Lord. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall. What is flourish? Flourish means to reach your full potential. Hindi lang potential on the inside, but potential being seen on the outside. Amen? They shall flourish in the courts of God. They shall still bear fruit in a mature age. Amen? Yung mga mature dyan, say amen. amen. They shall be fresh. Uy. Fresh and what? Why? So they could declare the Lord is upright. He is our rock and in Him there is no unrighteousness. Amen? What does the Bible say about those who are planted in the house of God? Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3 in the Amplified. Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, enviable. I like that. Any blessed people here? It says you are happy. Are you happy? Are you fortunate? Are you prosperous? Kinaiinggitan ka ng ibang tao. Amen. Enviable. Is the man or woman who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans, and their purpose. That's why it's so important to be in the house of God. So that you're not planted outside para, para hindi ka makorrupt. Alright? Nor stand submissive or inactive in the path where sinners walk. Nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gathered. That's not us. Say, tell your neighbor, that's not me. Come on, louder. Say, that's not me. But our delight and desire are in the law of the Lord or the Word of God. And His, wa- His law, His precepts, His instructions, the teaching of God, He habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and night. He shall be like a tree. Firmly planted and tended by the streams of water. See, those who are planted by the house of God, they are planted by streams of water. Ready to bring forth fruits in its season. Its leaf shall not wither nor fade, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Anybody want that? Why is it that it says that those who are planted in God's house are planted by rivers? Why? Because the Bible says, and we'll look at it now in the book of Ezekiel, that when Ezekiel saw the temple of God, when he saw the house of God in the Spirit, he saw that from God's house, there was a river flowing. And that river is the Holy Spirit. Listen. And I'm not going to read Ezekiel now for the sake of time. But it says, wherever the river was flowing, there were trees that were growing. Sino yung puno? Sino yung puno? Come on. Sino yung puno? Say us. Say, that's me. Bible says the righteous are like palm trees. The righteous are like 
cedars of Lebanon. Amen? And it says, wherever the river flows, there were trees. And these trees, it said, were food. You can find food to eat and healing for those who were sick. Why? Because of the river that gave life. But wherever the river was not moving, they called it swamps. And it said there, nothing was alive. Let me tell you, if we don't allow the Spirit of God to move in our churches, we will not be like trees planted in the house of God. We will end up being swamps. Nakikita na kayo ng swamp? Naintindihan niyo anong ibig sabihin ng swamp? Yung hindi gumagalaw yung tubig, yung puro langaw, puro lamok, stagnant waters. Si God's house should be a house where the river is flowing, not where we stop the move of God. Come on, let's give praise to God for that. See, revival is allowing those waters to continue to move. And as long as it moves, there will be healing and there will be provision and there will be life. And it says, from those rivers is a great harvest. Amen? If we allow the Spirit of God to move in our church, we will see a great harvest. At hindi siya mauubusan. Tuloy, 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 tuloy ang harvest. Amen? That the, the Bible says there will not be enough room to contain it in our storehouses. Maybe we need to open new churches. Amen? Because I believe, as I am seeing now with my eyes, we have people going up to the top seats. Amen? I believe that four services in this will not be enough. Amen? Now we're starting with two, but I believe we're going to get more and more and more and more. Amen? If we allow the river to move, we will see more and more and more and more. Why? Because it's Jesus' desire. Jesus' desire is that His church would be this way. You know, John 10.10, 10, the very reason why Jesus came, He says, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But Jesus says, but I have come to give everything in Come on, say abundance. More than you, life in it, until you. You see, when revival happens, come on, leave it up there. When revival happens, this is what life is going to look like. Amen? Not just here, but you in your life, because the church is not here. This is a cinema. In case you didn't know, ito yung lugar kung saan manunood ng sine. This is a place of entertainment. But we're not here in church just to be entertained. Sige, I will try my best not to make you sleep. But I'm not here to entertain you. Sabi nga ni ano, Russell Crowe, Are you not entertained? Mukha na akong ano, gladiator ngayon eh. I'm not here to entertain you. I am here to obey God. And the, I believe the church is not limited to these seats in this building. Because wherever you go, you are the church. 
and the church is going forth and the church and wherever you go, I believe. Unang-una, we have to understand, meron gusto magnakaw sa buhay natin. Amen? But greater is He that lives in you than anuman magnanakaw na nandyan sa labas. Amen? Whether it be a natural magnanakaw or a spiritual magnanakaw. Amen? Now, somebody's hold up ka. You know, I remember, I, I, <laughs> kwento lang. I had this pastor na who is now with the Lord. But he has this kwento. He went to the bank and he withdrew all his money in his bank because he was going to pay his son's tuition fee. So he was in the jeep with the money going to Lasal to pay for his son's tuition fee kasi dyan nag-aaral yung anak niya. And all of a sudden, may hold up her sa jeep. At hinold up siya at sabi, bigay mo yung pera mo. And he was like, paano to pag binigay ko to? Wala lang matitira. So of course, he's not gonna fight the guy. So he gave it. But then the Lord, parang the Spirit of God rose in him and he had that holy anger. And do you know what he did? Now, I don't mean this is the answer, but ito lang yung ginawa niya. He's began to pray in tongues. Out loud. And the whole dapper looked at him. Pointing at the whole dapper. And the whole dapper threw the money, threw the gun, and ran away. And he opened his eyes and he said, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, bumalik ang pera ko. Tinignan niya kung may konti pa eh. Kasi hindi lang naman siya na-hold up eh. Baka yung iba, hindi, he didn't do that. But he praised God. How many of you know that now the spirits that was influencing the whole upper did not know what he was talking about? But how many of you know the devil knows when there's an anointed person of God, when the church is alive? Amen? So as a church, now I'm not saying to do that, that's a kwento, Wag mo gayahin kasi baka may mangyari pa sa'yo, sisisihin mo pa ako. Alright? It's just a story. But it's a story that I want to encourage you with knowing that you have an authority in Christ. Amen? And don't allow the thief. But I want to encourage you, church. There is a life that God has for you. And I'm looking at this life. Yan, thank you. I'm looking at this life. It's an abundant life. It's a more-than-you-expect life. It is a fullness life. See, it's levels, eh. It's abundance is madame. More than you expect is, uy, hindi ko handa to, pero uy, thank you, Lord. Fullness means is, wala nang, hanggang dyan na eh, wala nang. You cannot get any more kasi it's fullness. But God doesn't just want to bless you. That's why it goes to the overflow para may mahawa din. Wag, wag tayo, puro tayo lang, Lord. Bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. Kasi linilimit mo si Lord kung ikaw lang nabibless. He wants you to overflow. See, the good thing about overflow is your needs are met first and whatever is over, that will meet the needs of others. God doesn't want you to sacrifice and you have nothing for you and your family. That's not overflow. Amen? Overflow is your needs are met. You are full. Because you can't overflow if you're not full. Amen? This is the life that God has for you. So, when I look at it, 
And the Filipinos, we love this term. Di ba? Yung unli. Nagusto natin ng unli. Di ba lahat na lang unli eh? Di ba? Unli rice, unli load, unli data, unli minutes, unli tulog, unli kain. That's why we like buffet eh. Kasi walang limit. Unli. And I believe God is the God of the unlimited. Amen. Sabi nga ng Youth 316, beyond limits. I believe let's exceed the beyond. Let's go to the unli. Amen. So for, for as I wrap up my message today, but don't worry. We're going to talk about this unli life that God, I don't want to make it one word because my wife doesn't like that sound. She's like, ayoko ng unli life. Sige, we'll say it, unlimited life. Okay na ba yan? But we'll just talk about the only and the life. Amen. And I believe these eight things, U-N-L-I, L-I-F-E, would be the seeds of revival that we want to see happen in this church. Because I believe when we start seeing this in the church, we know that revival is coming, that the harvest is coming. See, the point of revival is the harvest. Amen? The point of the overflow is that you can be a blessing. Why? So that people can receive God's blessing and they can come in. Amen? And I want to look at two books, two chapters, Acts chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2. Alright? So we're going to quickly go through this. And again, don't worry. In more details, in the coming months, three months, we will be talking about this, every seed in detail. Amen po ba? So kung mahilig ka sa mga series, eto na po. The series that beats all series. Talo pa yung phase 6 ng Avengers. ba? Yung mga mahilig sa Marvel Cinematic Universe, lumabas na sila ng phase 6. So yung mga nasa comics ko, wow! In 2026, we will be 2026. 2022 pa lang. Maghihintay ako ng four years pa para doon. But you know, with God, it's just gonna go by so quickly. I'm not talking about Marvel. I'm talking about revival. Amen? Amen? We're gonna see it happen. And the next thing you know, we're looking at this. We're celebrating our 10th anniversary. We're celebrating our 15th anniversary. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary. And I don't wanna say Philippine Arena kasi bawal tayo dun eh. Pero let's hope for something as big as that. Amen? Amen? So all the new life can gather together. Bawal kasi dun eh. Malay mo, mabig. Malay mo, di ba? Revival eh. Anything can happen. Amen. Only life. Unlimited life. You. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Jesus says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall be a witness to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Jesus, the beginning or the first seed is the birthing or the coming of the Holy Spirit. Because what happened here is when the Holy Spirit fell upon these apostles, the church was birthed. And they were unlike anything that anybody has, any see, anybody has ever seen. So the you would be 
the unusual church. Now, we will not be normal. Don't ever think coming to church on Sunday will be a normal experience. Don't ever think after the Holy Spirit changes your lives and transforms your life that your life will be normal anymore. Amen? I don't, I don't mind being called abnormal <laughs> as long as I'm abnormal for the Lord. We are a peculiar people. We are unusual. We are not like everybody else. And I'm not doing that to say that we're special. I'm doing that to say because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we are not going to operate or think like the world does. We are going to be somebody, something else. Amen? We are an unusual church. Next, N. Acts chapter 2, verse 46 and 47. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from, from, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity in heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being. See, church in the beginning was not really from the temple. Church were birthed from house to house. These were home churches. When Paul would write to the church in the house of so-and-so in Ephesus, he's not writing to an organized structure. He's writing to a church that meets in somebody's house. Now today, you can say, Pastor, pwede ba ganun na lang ang church? House to house. Mapapagod po ako kasi ang daming pamilya dito. Amen? Amen? But our desire in North Metro, if we can't have church at home, we can bring home to the church. That you will come here and you will feel like you are at home. That's right. Home is here. Amen? That you will feel at home here. And that's why for, net, for the letter N, we believe that we are a, you need to be a nurturing family. Ang nurturing po ay tayo po ay nag-aalaga sa isa't isa. You want to see revival? Make sure that everybody's taken care of. Make sure that everybody's healthy. We will see revival happen. Amen po ba? We are a nurturing family because home is here. Letter L. Acts chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Luke writes, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of, those, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day in which He was taken up after He, to the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom He had chosen, to whom He also presented Himself alive after His suffering with many invaluable proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. See, everything that the disciples learned was because they were constantly with Jesus. Three and a half years of ministry with Jesus. He died. They thought, Walana! He rose again. He appeared to them. He's still there. Hallelujah! Stayed 40 days. And he kept, he was always, so ang attention nila was always on Jesus. Do you want revival to start? Letter L. Let us continue to look unto Jesus. As long as our focus is constantly on Him and not ourselves, 
or not other churches. Let's not compare with other churches. Whatever God is doing in other churches, sila na bahala. Pastor, bakit yung church na ganito? Ganito sila. Bakit yung church na ganito? Bakit tayo hindi? Because I want us to be who God wants us to be. So let's focus on Jesus because, because that's why you're here. There's a reason why you're here. Because we're family and God put you here. So kung weirdo ako, lahat tayo weirdo dito. Amen. And it's fun. Sama-sama tayo. Alug-alug-alug tayo dito. Amen. But I want us to look unto Jesus. I'm not going to compare with other churches, other ministries. They can do what God's telling them to do. And to save you a lot of grief, stop comparing yourself with other people. You look to Jesus, you'll be in the right place. Amen? I. So we have unusual church, nurturing family, looking unto Jesus. I. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. Incredible unity. Every single one of them. Same mission, same purpose, same heart, same culture. And if we would keep ourselves united. Edward, you can come up now, please. And worship team, can you come up, please? If we would keep ourselves united and stop all the fighting, stop all the arguing, stop all the maritessing. At kung sino man barkada niya, madami sila, alam ko eh. Diba? If we would keep our focus on unity, let me tell you, when we are united, great things will happen. Amen? A family united will do great things. A community united will do great things. A church united will do impossible things. Amen? Life. Tapos na tayo sa Anli. Punta na tayo sa life. Our fifth seed, L. Acts chapter 2.42 They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayer. Doctrine, word, fellowship, Eating, praying. Sounds like a life group, right? Right? Life groups. Let us do life together. Amen? One of the hallmarks of a united church, of a nurturing family, is that the church, as the church gets bigger, the church still remains small. How? Through our life groups. Through these groups that what do we do? We hear the word. We encourage one another. We pray for one another. And of course, what you love to do? Eat together. Amen? Amen? You do life together. Church is not just a Sunday thing. It's an everyday thing. Amen? I. Acts chapter 2, 40-41. And with many other words, Peter testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. And those who, were, those who gladly received His word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Who were these 3,000 souls? 
The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, there were people from all over society that was there. And, he, and each one of them were speaking in their language. And I shared this last week. Each one speaking in their own language. See, God is calling us to influence society. I influence society. The church should go beyond walls, could beyond homes. The church should go out into the cities, to the highways, to the byways, government, schools, education, media, arts, movie, TV, sports, business, science, hospitals, senate, president. The church should be everywhere. We are not called to be the same. We are called to make a difference. Amen? F. Acts chapter 2, 44 to 45. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. Everybody made sure that everyone was taken care of. They were faithful stewards. F. Faithful stewards. If we would be faithful to the money, to the talent, to the calling, to your time, if you would see, blessings are not just financial. Your talent, your time, your tears, your, your, your gifting, your calling. If we would be faithful, if we would do what God has called us to do, we will see revival in this land. And last, letter E. Acts chapter 2, verse 2 to 4. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared upon them divided tongues of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. See, the church was birthed when the Holy Spirit, when Jesus came and He gave His life through the Holy Spirit. And church should never be boring or institutionalized. God's desire is that we would enjoy life and enjoy church. And the only way we can do that is if we allow the Spirit of God to be alive in this place. We need to enjoy what we're doing. Amen? Amen? Only life. Eight seeds. I know there's more, but eight simple seeds that we can begin to believe God and see, not just here, because you are the church, in your life personally, in your families, in your communities, in your jobs, in your schools, and as we come together, this will just be an overflow of everything that God was doing throughout the week. Why? Because we serve a God of revival. Amen? Come on, let's give Him praise. But all this needs to begin with the seed, the first seed. And what is the first seed? Jesus Christ. And so today, if you are here 
and you have not received that first seed, which is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, into your life. Pastor, I know of Jesus the man. I've been going to different churches the man. That's great. I praise God that you have the knowledge of Him. But if you're here today and it's just knowledge, you have not received the person of Jesus through the indwelling of His Holy Spirit. I want to give you the opportunity today before you go home to receive the person of Jesus through His Holy Spirit. How do I do that, Pastor? The Bible says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that He is the Son of God and God raised Him from the dead, and you confess with your mouth that He is Lord, meaning you give your life to Him, then you will be saved. Salvation belongs to you. And salvation comes through the seed of Jesus and His Spirit in your heart. If you're here today, I would like to ask everybody to shut their eyes in respect to everybody around. If you're here today and you have not received that first seed, the initial seed of revival, which is the Son of God in your life through His Holy Spirit, and you want to receive Him today, would you please lift your hand so I can see you, so we can pray today. It's okay, don't look around. If you would like to receive Jesus, please lift your hands. I see some hands. Thank you. Thank you for your hands. Thank you. I see your hands. Thank you. Would you do, can you do something better? Would you stand with me, please? Nobody's looking around. Guys, don't look around, please. In respect. Thank you, po. Thank you, po. Yung mga hindi nag, okay lang po kung hindi ka nagtas ng kamay pero gusto mo tumayo. Thank you po. Thank you so much. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on. This is the start. This is the beginning. Jesus in your heart. All right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Church, could we stand together? All of us, could we stand together? Para hindi sila, they don't feel alone in this place. And would we join them in a prayer? Could we all pray together? Is it all right? Let's pray this prayer, especially those who stood up. Would you say this out loud? Jesus, thank you for loving me. You gave your life for me. I believe you are the Son of God, that you died for my sins, so I don't need to die. You paid the price that I couldn't pay. And I receive you today. I acknowledge that I need you, that I have sinned, and I need forgiveness. But not only forgiveness, I need a new life. And only you can give me that. I receive you today. I receive your forgiveness today. You are the Lord of my life. I believe God raised you from the dead. And you are alive. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come into my life. I am forgiven. I am made right. My past is my past. Everything is brand new today. Heaven belongs to me. Abundant life, undy life belongs to me today as well because of what you have done, Jesus. I believe this and I receive this
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's Home is Live podcast. Connect with us through Kumu, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Welcome home.